Fellowship Church's devotional podcast devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, thank you for joining us today. I want to read a couple verses out of Luke chapter 7, and these come from two stories about Jesus' early ministry. And the first is when Jesus heals a centurion's servant. And it's the story where Jesus is on his way to the centurion's house, and he sends out other servants to say, listen, you're a busy man. I'm not worthy to have you under my roof. If you just say the word, I know that my servant will be healed. And then we get to Luke 7, 9, when Jesus says this, when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. And turning to the crowd that followed him, he said, I tell you the truth, not even in Israel have I found such faith. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the servant well. And the second story is later in in Luke chapter 7, where Jesus is at uh, Simon's house, a Pharisee. And the woman comes in and anoints his feet with uh, ointment and washes his feet with her tears and, and, and dries them with her hair. And Simon is kind of appalled, honestly, at the spectacle. And Jesus tells the story of two people who've been forgiven a debt, one a small debt and the other a large debt. And he asks Simon, who, who is going to love more, the one who's been forgiven much or the one who's forget, been forgiven little? And Simon obviously responds, the one who's been forgiven much. And Jesus says this in verses 47 to 50, Therefore I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. There are many people who will point to the differences between the Gospels and the rest of the New Testament, much of Paul's letters. As Protestant Christians, we preach that we are saved by faith, that we are justified by faith, that when we believe God, when we trust in God for the forgiveness of sins, we are saved. We have eternal life. We have the life of God inside of us. Now, people will point to the Gospels and say that Jesus doesn't talk so much about the Gospel. He doesn't talk so much about uh, us being saved by faith. He has a lot of teachings about the way that we ought to live, and he talks an awful lot about the kingdom of God. But upon closer inspection, we see that Jesus is mostly moved and teaches that he will be moved by faith. Faith evidenced by a lifestyle, certainly, but it is the faith that draws Jesus to us that Jesus rewards. And we have two stories here in Luke 7 that evidence that. First is the healing of the centurion's servant. He says he has marveled at this man, Jesus, the Son of God. And the scriptures tell us that he marveled at this man's faith. And that faith was rewarded by Jesus doing the thing which the centurion was asking him for. And it wasn't faith in a purely academic sense or faith isolated from the rest of his life. Faith caused him to send people out for Jesus, to seek this man out. Faith caused him to send servants again to say, listen, I'm not worthy to have you under my house. You're a busy man and you have things to do. I know that if you simply say the word, then my servant will be healed. 
Now, this doesn't mean that this is the way that Jesus is always going to operate, and that, that this is a way that we are supposed to pray, uh, you know, God, you're busy, do this thing I'm asking for you. What it means is that the faith of the centurion was evidenced in the way that he sent people out, that he sought Jesus out for healing, and knew of the power that Jesus had. And Jesus rewarded that faith. We see it again with the woman who has anointed his feet with, with precious ointment. She's weeping at his feet. She's drying uh, his feet with her hair. And why is she doing this? She's doing this because she believes that Jesus is the Messiah, that she loves him much for who he is and what he represents for her. Now, you have the religious people sitting around watching this woman and judging her and condemning her and, and thinking less of her, and Jesus responds with forgiveness, forgiveness of sins. Because she washed his feet with her tears and her hair and anointed him with precious ointment? No, but because she believed. Your faith has saved you, he says. Go in peace. Now, did she do nothing about that faith? Did she stand far off and believe? No, she drew near to Jesus because she believed he was who he said he was. She, she gave to Jesus. She offered up a very precious ointment. And other stories say this is, this is worth a year's wages. So this was, this was something that was very costly to her. But all of this was in response to her faith in who Jesus was. There is no disagreement across Scripture because it is all written by the Holy Spirit that God guided all of the authors of Scripture to write the same story. And we see that God responds to faith. The New Testament, talking about Abraham in the Old Testament, says that he believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And this is how we draw near to God as well. We believe God. We trust God. And how do we grow in this? We grow in it by spending time with Him, by drawing near to Him, like both of the people in these stories did, by seeking Him in His Word and through prayer, seeking Him to move in our lives because we believe He is strong, He is able, that He loves, and that He is working salvation for those who will believe in Him. So God, thank you for these stories that remind us that you value faith, God, that these are the ways that we draw near to you, that without faith it is impossible to please God, as the book of Hebrews says. Lord, so grow our faith. We, we echo the prayer of the Father um, and, the, and the Gospels who said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. This is our experience as well. Grow our faith in you, God, as we see you move in our own lives, as we seek you through your word, through prayer, through Christian fellowship. You are a good God. And we thank you for your grace today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.